Okay. Thank you for coming. Uh, there were a lot of people signed up for this, <laughs> but they, I think they have all discovered their beds. <laughs> uh, this uh, <laughs> late stage of the conference. <laughs> so we select few will push on. <laughs> Uh, so our question is, is Christianity unscientific? And I get this particularly from some comments from the atheist Sam Harris. He was passing some comments about two fellow scientists. Uh, the first was uh, the atheist James Watson. James Watson who was the co-discoverer of uh, the structure of DNA. But who, just before a lecture tour of England, commented that he thought that African people were innately less intelligent than Westerners. This comment resulted in the tour being cancelled. <laughs> But Sam Harris says, although Watson's opinion about race was disturbing. It was not, in principle, an unscientific view. It says you can't say that his views are utterly irrational. Or that by saying that Watson has repudiated the scientific worldview. But those are all things that Sam Harris says he would say about another scientist. Dr. Francis Collins. Dr. Francis Collins. Who had just been appointed to head up the Uh, National Institute of Health in America. Having uh, led the Human Genome Project to a successful conclusion. So what is it about Francis Collins that makes him unscientific and irrational and uh, repudiating the scientific worldview. That makes his views even worse than the racist views of Watson. Well, it's because Francis Collins is a Christian. Now, is Harris right? 
A kérdés az, hogy Well, as a philosopher, I would say that depends on what you mean by various things. What do you mean by science? Or being unscientific? And what is Christianity? So let's begin with what is science? Kezdjük először azzal, hogy mit értünk tudomány alatt. Uh, in the 13th century, Thomas Aquinas here. Uh, called theology the queen of the sciences. A queen who was assisted by her handmaiden philosophy. That sounds very strange to modern ears. But this is because they used the word science differently back then. Indeed, it was literally the Latin word scientia. Which meant knowledge. So a, a, a science was a, a field of knowledge that you could study at university. And so his comment becomes more understandable. But today we use science in a much narrower Sense. Uh, indeed, some people use it in such such a narrow sense that they become scientistic. Uh, scientistic, or they endorse scientism. Uh, they. So, for example, Stephen Hawking in his recent book. He begins by saying that philosophy is dead. And scientists have uh, become the bearers of the torch of discovery. So he has this view that, that science is the way to know anything. Of course, as uh, Christian thinker John Lennox points out, Hawking's statement about philosophy is a philosophical statement about philosophy. It is, it is not a statement of science. It's a metaphysical statement about science. Uh, so his statement that philosophy is dead actually contradicts itself. Uh, this is what comes of giving too much to science. I would also warn 
against another way of viewing science. Some people have put forward the idea that science should be practiced as if naturalism were true. It's a, a rule that's been called methodological naturalism. It's not the claim that a naturalistic worldview is true. It's not that claim. But it is the claim that science should limit its explanations to things that are consistent with naturalism being true. So uh, the philosopher Nancy Murphy puts it this way. Uh, science seeks naturalistic explanations. And so she says that anyone who attributes the characters of, of, of living things to, to design, to creation. Has by definition stopped doing science. And are doing philosophy or theology. An increasing number of even atheist philosophers of science think, think that this is a uh, a bad rule. Here's one illustration of why. If we follow science according to this rule, uh, suppose I as a Christian claim that the true explanation of something is a miracle. You know, maybe I say, I think the origin of life was, it was a miracle created by God. But the scientist claims that the true, that the, that the explanation of X is, is wholly material, naturalistic. Well, in that case, we wouldn't actually be contradicting each other. Because by definition... Science is not concerned with the question what is actually true. Azért, mert a, a tudomány definíciójával származtathatóan 
nem foglalkozik azzal, hogy mi az igazság. It's not asking the question what, what actually caused life. A kérdés nem az, hogy mi hívta életre az életet. It's, it's asking the question what's the best explanation of life that we can think of. Hogy ha nem inkább az a kérdés, hogy mi a legjobb magyarázat arra az életre, amit, amit most mi ismerünk. That's consistent with naturalism being true. És hogy melyik az a magyarázat, ami legjobban összeillik a naturalizmussal. Those are very different questions. This is uh, pointed out by the atheist philosopher of science Bradley Monton. And he argues as an atheist that if science is committed to this methodological naturalism. It follows that the aim of science is not generating true theories. And so he thinks that science is better off without this rule. Well, in a sense, that's the easy bit. <laughs> Because I've just said what I think science is not. <laughs> That science is not the only way to know things. And it, it shouldn't be defined by this methodological naturalism. But now I, I should at least try and put forward a positive definition. Uh, and of course you must realize that philosophers of science make it their business to argue about this all the time. <laughs> But I think that science is a first order discipline. That's about a systematic inquiry into the physical world. And its main goal is to know as much as we can about physical reality. That's at least the, uh, the natural sciences, shall we say. And of course, as such, science doesn't encompass every way of knowing. Nor does it cover everything that we might want to know about. <coughs> so that's science. What can I say briefly about Christianity? 
Uh, let's have a look at Acts chapter 2, verse 37, which reports what happened after uh, Peter had given his sermon at Pentecost. Amikor ezt hallották, mintha szíven találták volna őket, ezt kérdezték Pétertől és a többi apostoltól, mit tegyünk atyám fiai férfiak. So when the people heard what Peter was telling them. Amikor az emberek hallották, amit Péter mondott. And he was telling them about Jesus and the resurrection. Meg a feltámadásról. Um, many of them obviously believed him. Uh, but they also had a, a, a reaction of the heart. They, they were cut to the heart, says. And this, this combination of their head and their heart led them to ask, what shall we do? Well, I would say that this combination of your head and your heart and your hands is a general structure of what we talk about as spirituality. Uh, it's a way of life. Egy, egy a way of relating to reality. A Through this combination of head, heart and hand. And different spiritualities put different content into that structure. Uh, we see this structure in Jesus' answer to the question about the greatest commandment. Uh, so he points people to a God-centered spirituality where we love God with all of our heart and mind and strength. A teljes elménkkel és a teljes erőnkből szeressük Isten. And indeed he saw himself as God coming to offer relationship with himself. Tehát ő magára úgy tekint, hogy benne megjött Isten és felajánlja vele való kapcsolatot. He teaches that he himself is the entryway into relationship with God. És arra azt tanítja, hogy ő a kapu hogy belépjünk ebbe a kapcsolatba Istennel. You see this in sayings like I am the gate. Ugye, amikor azt mondja, hogy én vagyok a kapu. Take my yoke on your shoulders. So, Jesus proclaims a a Jesus-centered spirituality. Jézus egy Jézus központú spiritualitást, vagy lelkiséget vezetve, vagy mutatva. So now I hope we're in a better place to answer our opening question. Um, 
Sam Harris has said Christianity is unscientific. With a big sort of frown on his face, as it were. Well, we've seen that in the modern sense of the term, for anything to be unscientific, is it for is for it to be something other than a first order discipline, the primary goal of which is to know as much as we can about physical reality. Uh, and of course, in the sense that Christian spirituality is not science, <laughs> well, of course, Christianity is unscientific. Uh, but then, philosophy is unscientific. And art. Is, uh, and coffee. Uh, and all sorts of things which are perfectly good and sensible things. <laughs> What we really need to notice is that by unscientific, by saying Christianity is unscientific, Harris really means that it is anti-scientific. Uh, and to be anti-scientific would mean it would mean being in opposition to some essential part of science. So if you disagree with scientific theory X, I'll allow you to fill in the blank as appropriate. That in itself doesn't make you anti-scientific. I mean, theories can be scientific without being true. And scientists disagree with each other about theories. Of course, if you have some anti-scientific position, that might cause you to reject a scientific theory. But you can't say that just because someone rejects that theory, they must be anti-scientific. Given our definition, given our definition of science, to be anti-scientific means being committed to something 
an assumption in your head, an attitude in your heart, something that you do, that is in, in, that is in tension with pulls against uh, something that unites everyone who takes part in doing science. Thank you. So what's uh, objectionable about rejecting a scientific theory for anti-scientific reasons what's bad about rejecting a scientific theory for anti-scientific reasons mi a rossz abban, hogyha annak az oltáren feláldozzuk, hogy elutasítjuk a tudományos teóriát? Well, be because you're, you're disobeying some rational virtue that you should have. Mert ilyenkor valamilyen racionális, racionális erénynek nem engedelmeskedsz, ami amúgy meg ott van bennem. So this, this charge of being unscientific or anti-scientific. Um, it, it's really just the charge that you're being, you're being irrational. And in that quote from Harris, he, he moves from, first of all, saying unscientific to saying utterly irrational. Well, when someone accuses you of being irrational, there's only a few ways you can defend yourself. You can say, I, I'm not disobeying that principle of rationality. Azt mondod, hogy én nem, uh, I'm not disobeying, nem, nem, tehát, hogy én nem engedelmeskedem, vagy nem, nem engedelmeskedem a, a racionalitásnak. Mm. Igen, mert kétszer tagadok, de igen. Or you can try and show that um, there is a principle of rationality at stake. Vagy megmutathatod, hogy that that's that's a principle of rationality that's relevant to the to the issue. But that it that principle should be limited in some way. So again, you're not you're not contradicting it. Uh, és ebből azt következik, hogy nem fo- tehát, hogy ez nem jelenti azt, hogy teljességében ellenmondasz mm. neki. Or you could say, um, you are accusing me of um, disobeying this principle. Azt is mondhatod, hogy te azzal vádolsz engem, hogy én nem 
nem engedelmeskedem ennek az elvnek. But actually, I'm right to disobey it. <laughs> That's not a good principle. <laughs> so let me give you some, some concrete examples. Of some of the, the kind of accusations that people put to Christianity. And the different ways of responding. So some people will say faith means belief without supporting evidence. Uh, it even means believing in the face of evidence, evidence against you. And that's what's wrong with religion. Yeah. I think the proper reply here is to say that yes, while science would reject blind faith so does Christianity it is a mistake to think that Christians are committed to having a blind faith or some people might uh, invoke a principle called Occam's razor uh, Occam was this uh, medieval monk. And not only did he clearly shave his head regularly, but he had this uh, principle of rationality. Uh, that said when you are trying to choose between competing explanations you should favor the simplest explanation that does the job so an atheist might say that their their atheist worldview the materialistic worldview is obviously simpler than the Christian worldview. Because we not only believe in material things, we also believe in supernatural things like God. So our view is more complicated. Well, here the proper reply is to say, well, I agree with Occam's razor, but notice there are two parts to that razor. And simplicity is less important than doing the job of explaining things. He says, pick the simplest explanation that does explain everything. And 
And I think only the more complicated Christian view does the job of explaining. So Christianity is the simplest adequate explanation. So their, their criticism is, is misapplying Occam's razor. A third example. Someone might say that Christianity, Harris says, Christianity rejects the scientific worldview. Maybe he thinks that because we reject the naturalistic worldview. Um, yes, we do. <laughs> um, but, but a commitment to that worldview is not an essential element of science. The many Christians who began the scientific revolution did not hold a naturalistic worldview. Indeed, we've seen that even many atheists would say that you shouldn't even define science as methodologically naturalistic. Let alone think it makes a commitment to naturalism actually being true. Uh, it, it certainly doesn't commit us to thinking that naturalism is true. So we should be happy to say that Christianity is unscientific. And I think we should put the put the burden of proof on the skeptic. That they have to prove that we're being anti-scientific. Or irrational. And they've got to prove that you have to be irrational to be a Christian. It's not enough just to show that some Christians are irrational. I'm sure that some Christians are irrational. <laughs> so, so are some atheists. <laughs> but so what? Um, so they have to show that in order to be a Christian, you must be irrational. Uh, and I think that's a very heavy burden of proof. Now, 
although Christianity is not the same thing as science, we do have areas of overlapping interest. Um, and the same thing could be said about philosophy and coffee. <laughs> so, uh, both Christianity and science have interest in our attitude towards truth. Or the commitments that forge society. Because science is a, is a social project. We both uh, are interested in the things that we do in the world. Such as the, the ethics of research methods. Now, should we use animal testing? And so on. Uh, how do we uh, use science in technology? How do we treat the environment? And we are both interested in thinking about the world. And in, in trying to know the truth about the material universe. Now, whenever there is an overlapping interest, you may at least get uh, people with uh, different different opinions. Uh, and so there may be some incompatibility between the opinion of a scientist and of a Christian. Um, but that might be because the scientist is wrong. Or that the Christian is wrong. Or that they're both wrong. <laughs> uh, maybe there is a uh, another a true Christian position. That, that is consistent with what the scientist is saying. Or the other way around, vice versa. And of course, uh, Christians and scientists often say things that, that fit together. We, we say compatible things. Uh, that might be just a, a lack of conflict. 
Tehát, de lehet, hogy ez csak annyiban merül ki, hogy itt nincsen semmi konfliktus a nézetek között. Ebben az értelemben a tudomány és a, és a kereszténység egymást megtámogatja. So in in times past people have talked about the warfare between science and religion. Recent historians of science have concluded that those past thinkers basically made up that story. <laughs> So uh, Alistair McGrath here. It says the the idea that science and religion are in perpetual conflict is no longer taken seriously by any major historian of science. Hogy a tudomány és a vallás között szakadatlan konfliktusán fenn már nem veszik olyan egyetlen jelentős tudománytörténés sem. So there, there is a lack of conflict. Tehát igazából a konfliktus az úgy, az úgy hiányzik, az nincs ott. But, but is there a, a supportive relationship? De oké, okay, hogy nincs konfliktus, csak akkor van-e olyan, hogy egymást a kettő megtámogatja. Here is a fascinating quote by uh, Steve Fuller. Steve Fuller-nek van egy egy lenyűgöző kijelentésen. Who, at least at the time he said this, I believe, was an atheist. Amikor ezt kijelentette, úgy tudom, hogy ő ateista volt. And he says that science makes sense only if there is a design in nature that we are somehow particularly equipped to work out. Even though that, that project to try and do that, do science, has little to do with our day-to-day survival. Ez igazából nincs, ennek a projektnek nincs igaz, köze a mi mindennapi életünkhöz, vagy mindennapi túlélésünkhöz. And he says that the idea that we are created in the image of God, és azt mondja, hogy az az elképzelés, hogy mi Isten képmására teremtettünk, provides the, the clearest historical reason for that expenditure of effort associated with science. És azt mondja, hogy ez a legvilágosabb történelmi magyarázat a So think of it like this. Christianity actually gave birth to science. Because Christians believed in a, a good, rational creator. Mert a, a keresztények hittek egy jó, racionális teremtőben. And he creates a world, aki megteremti a világot, uh, that reflects him. Ugye ez a, ez a világ, ez őt tükrözi. 
in working in a rational way. Egy, egy, egy racionális módon működve. And a reliable way. Megbízható módon működve. And that same God creates us in his image. Ugyanez az Isten megteremt minket az ő képmására. So we would expect to be able to understand God a bit. Elvárható ezért, hogy valamennyire értjük az And we'd expect to understand the world that God made. És ezért azt is elvárjuk, hogy értjük a világot, amelyet Isten teremtett. Sort of the way that things work out there. Ahogy, ahogy a világban, azt, ahogy a világban a dolgok működnek. Uh, and the way that our thinking works in here. És azt is, ahogy a mi agyunk működik. They both come from the same good God. Mindkettő ugyanattól a jó Istentől származik. And so we kind of expect these two things to fit together. Ezért ez a két dolog elvárhatjuk, hogy összefasszol. And there are actually many uh, philosophical assumptions Elég sok filozófiai feltételezés van that you have to make in order to do science. Amelyeket úgy uh, ki kell jelentened ahhoz, hogy in order to understand science. In, in order to bother doing science. Tehát azért, hogy egyáltalán tudományan foglalkozz. Uh, and uh, Christian belief in, in God gives a reason for thinking that these assumptions are true. Tehát a keresztény a keresztény hit ad rá magyarázatot, hogy miért gondolhatjuk, hogy ezek az előfeltevések, ezek vagy feltételezések, ezek igazak. So I'm saying before you think that it is possible to do science. There are lots of beliefs that you need to hold about reality. So you need to believe that the world has a rational order to it. It's not just a, a meaningless chaos. You have to think that our minds can grasp some of that order. És arra azt is hinnet kell, hogy az emberi elmek képes felfogni valamennyire ezt a, ezt a rendet. You have to think that we've got various ways of, of knowing about reality. És hogy azt is hinnet kell, hogy különböző módokon tudjuk meg, megragadni a valóságot. Uh, and that those ways are reliable on the whole. És összességében ezek a módozatok, ezek megbízhatóak a valóság megalomásában. You also have to think that um, although there's a rational order out there, és azt is hinnek kell, hogy bár ugye ott van ez a racionális rend, you can't just sit in your chair, nem lehet csak ülni nyugodtan a székedben, uh, like the ancient Greeks tried to do. mint ahogy az ókori görögök próbálták ezt tenni. Uh, so um, Aristotle, Aristotle. Uh, thought, um, how, how do planets move? Hogy is, hogy is mozognak a bolygók? Um, circles are the perfect shape. A kör az a tökéletes 
forma. Uh, and kind of if I were in charge, <laughs> I'd have planets going in circles. So he tries to just work out the answer from first principles. <coughs> but, but Christians approached that question a bit differently. I said, yes, planets have been created by God. So there must be some understandable rational order there. But A, God is a lot more clever than we are. And B, God's got free will. And maybe there are a number of different options that God had to choose between. So the only way to really know how God has made planets go is us to find some way of, of looking. <laughs> oh, oh, look, someone's invented the telescope. <laughs> let's look at planets. And let's notice that they go in, in elliptical orbits. Uh, and uh, when Newton comes along, he describes how the, the, the rules of gravity work. Uh, and there is a rational order there. But we had to sort of experimentally uh, discover by looking. Um, scientists assume that there are um, objective values in the world. You know, there are moral values attached to how you do your research. Uh, scientists who use mathematics a lot often talk about beauty. And they say a beautiful theory is, is better than an ugly one. But a sense of beauty isn't something you see down a telescope. <laughs> of course, um, there are some people who think that God and the world are the same thing. Uh, in a sort of pantheistic worldview. Um, that might lead you to think that 
you shouldn't do experiments on the world. Because that means doing experiments on God. Or if you have a worldview where there are many gods. Now there's the God of the sea. And the God is in charge of, of storms. Uh, and the God of wine. And so, so, yeah, these, these gods are just in charge of little areas of reality. And in the stories of the gods, they are often competing with one another. Or, or, or taking sides in wars against each other. Or killing each other so they can take their throne. Well, again, you can see why that kind of worldview doesn't encourage science. Not in the way that belief in, in one rational creator does. Uh, and so philosophers and historians of science are trying to explain why did science as we understand it arise in the West? They, they've said it's because of the theology that we had. Yes. It's not that Europeans are more intelligent than people elsewhere. As James Watson thought. Um, people in other cultures around the world did very impressive things with technology. In certain fields of certain disciplines. And I think of the, the Chinese uh, uh, inventing uh, gunpowder and rockets and paper money and, and water clocks and uh, quite sophisticated ways of measuring earthquakes. But there was there was no development of a sort of systematic project. Of investigating the material world. Just to understand it. Which then might feed into technology. Um, 
So those are some of the reasons uh, why um, Christianity uh, gave birth to Tehát science. Ez néhány indok arra, hogy miért mondjuk azt, hogy a kereszténység hívta életre a tudományt. Yeah. So is Christianity unscientific? Tehát a kereszténység az tudománytalan? Yes. Igen. Christianity is not science. A kereszténység nem tudomány. But no. De nem. Christianity is not anti-science. Uh, because science isn't the only way to know things. Uh, so Christianity can know things in other ways as well. Uh, no, in that Christianity helped give birth to science. And we certainly have overlapping interests. Uh, no, in that belief in God justifies the philosophical beliefs you need in order to do science. Tehát a kereszténység ad igazából magyarázatot arra a, a filozófiai háttérre, ami segít neked a, a tudományt elfogadni, vagy csinálni. So Christianity is not unscientific in the sense that Sam Harris Tehát means. abban az értelemben, ahogy Sam Harris-nél láttuk, a kereszténységről nem jelenthetjük ki, hogy tudománytalan. Amen. <laughs>